I don't know if I don't know if I want to come up with like uh, an actual name for these. I don't know how I'm going to separate it. I I I guess we'll have to brainstorm episode titles because I've wanted to do a second episode a month of Obsessed with Death for a very long time. I thought about doing it on my own and it just didn't feel right. I'm lazy. This having another person is like motivation to do a second episode. There's so many ridiculous and scary and funny and weird and terrifying death related stories that are in the news all the time. I just I wanted to find an outlet to discuss them. I have so many things to say and 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 uh you know ramble a lot of there's going to be a lot of rambling. I'm already rambling. Uh there's there's just so many things I want to talk about that are death related that I can't do on a one-on-one interview with uh you know somebody that I'm just meeting for the first time. So these episodes are going to be based around news stories that are death related you'll get the you'll get a better idea of what I'm trying to explain once we start doing the episode uh but these will be the second obsessed with death episode you're going to get one of these a month uh, unless it just becomes wildly successful and we're forced to do you know multiple a month but um we're, <laughs> we're not there just yet uh so yeah we're going to we've got some fun stories and we're going to get into all of that uh, of course, I need to introduce my co-host to this brand new experiment, and uh, his name is. Are we doing last names? What are we doing? Just first names? Get what do you want? Whole you address. Say, you want to say Get your my, address? Yeah, I want people to send me shit. Yes. His social will be in the show notes. Put it um, there. <laughs> uh, I'll do a, a Google Map link as well uh, if you want to know exactly where he is. His name is Gary, and uh, we uh, we we've been pals for a while now on and off we're like ross and rachel there we are welcome to the podcast i'm very happy to be here man yeah thanks for doing this uh it was your idea this is sort of your your so it was a combination but kind of your idea your brainchild yeah i think that i caught you on an episode of fentanyl (laughs) uh you busted you I don't. Know I haven't you, talked about told, that yet. Oh, you haven't. Okay. We, so, we need to, it's definitely something that we should discuss at, at least briefly. But yeah. Okay. I caught you uh, in a hospital bed. Yes. Um, because I st- I followed. I really have followed everything you've done uh, on Instagram and Spotify and all that. Hmm. But I caught you in a hospital bed, laid up. Um, yeah. Just drugs coursing through your veins i had been being i was at at that point i had been fed percocets every four hours for about two days straight that's what it took thank (laughs) god for those nurses because otherwise i don't know that we would have ever spoke again if i would have just been sitting at home on the couch and i saw that you were calling me might have might have hit decline (laughs) fuck this guy i was i was was locked in a hospital room uh just just high on drugs Never taken Percocet in my life. So really, really feeling it for the first time. I mean, thank God <laughs> for the opioid pandemic, big crisis. But I mean, I'm so glad that I caught you on it. Yeah. So the, the short version is me and, me and Gary met um, 2010. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think I 2004. Two thousand. Well, I think I started me and Gary both worked uh, in radio in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I believe I started working in radio in 2009. So 2009, 2010, that's where I'm, I'm going to put us, I believe. Um, we both worked at the same radio station. Uh, we, we caught each other's eyes in, in the hallway, and immediately it was like that slow motion where I started floating 
and Gary started floating and we just started going towards each other. Uh, we felt uh, deeply in love. I, love. He's, love. The, the, the look on Gary's face is, is disagreement, but I, no, I, I, I'm only saying that because I, I, I think that like, like sometimes like when I talk to my girlfriend and I say, when did we meet? And she, I have a date and she has a date. Her date is yeah. always before mine. And that's how I'm feeling right now because I'm pretty sure that we met in about 2007. Well, that's almost impossible. Oh, sh well, you might be. I graduated high school in 2006. So I, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It, <laughs> you, you could be right, actually. I think I'm right. I think you are, actually. 2007, to maybe 2008. It doesn't matter. Time isn't real, everyone. Concept, right. We we met a very long time ago. We're both very old. We will die very soon. Uh, either way, uh, we became pals. Uh, we went on some wild adventures together. Uh, went on a, I don't know, nine-year hiatus where we just decided not to speak to each other. And then uh, now we're back. Like we never left, too. It's it, honestly, it just right back on the horse. Like nothing ever happened. Um, but a maybe, bunch of shit did. Maybe one day when uh, we're a lot more uh, popular and have a lot more listeners, we'll do a Patreon episode where we really just get into the nitty gritty. Just uh, but argue. You'll, you'll you'll have to pay for that. <laughs> um, but me, Gary, uh, have been pals for a long time. We both love talk radio, broadcasting, podcasting. He's been listening to episodes of Obsessed with Death, and and he was genuinely interested in being a part of the show which I thought was uh, very exciting because I, I had this idea for another monthly episode where we discuss, discuss these, these stories that I find in the news that are just absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I think uh, you guys are going to really enjoy this, uh, this type of episode from Obsessed with Death. Uh, briefly, uh, I wasn't just doing Percocet and uh, fentanyl. Uh, I did have an injury. Uh, I, did basically, I basically broke half my leg. I don't know. It feels weird to be like I broke my ankle because it, the break essentially started from like the knee down. So half of my leg essentially was broken. My, I think it's my fibula. I believe it's called the fibula. I think it goes tibia, fibula, fibula. May I? I'm yeah. Clearly not a doctor here. Uh, there. It's a. It's the bone that's like connected to the back. To the back, it's like to the back of your shin bone, essentially. It's like what connects your knee to your ankle. I snapped that in half, and then on the way down, broke two other pretty important bones. Uh, I had to have emergency surgery, uh, which was about three hours long. And uh, you should see the slices on both of my legs, dude. They, t I went to to go see the surgeon after about two and a half weeks, where he kind of checks in on things. And they just unwrapped me and I'm looking at my leg and do they stay because the, the, apparently the break was so high up on my leg. They had to make a, a large incision to be able to get to the break because it was so high up. This is the first it, time you've seen that. First time. Yeah, it's been wrapped up uh, for for almost three weeks. So I finally saw it yesterday. Blew my mind. Could Fuck. not believe they had to make incisions on both sides of my leg. So pretty big incision on my left, a little bit smaller on the right absolutely mind-blowing what that what they had to do um you think they messed up the first time and had to get in the second time or you think that was all planned they started on the right side they're like oops oh. uh supposed oh, to be the left <laughs> cut, we'll, we'll, on never, your... we'll never know cuts on the wrong leg you know, i the, it, the cut the cut on my right is very small they could have made it made a, a, a minor mistake 
peaked. I, in I don't know. Like, do they, 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 do they film these? Is there, is there film evidence of? I think you have to pay for that footage. I don't know if they just give it to you. Uh, either way, I, I had to have an insane surgery. Uh, it was a complete nightmare. I don't know how anyone ever handles uh, not being able to 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 walk. Uh, I, we talked about this briefly. Uh, I, I I couldn't do it. I, I it's been it's been well, I'm coming in on four weeks now. Can you believe it's been almost been wow. four weeks already? Yeah, that's crazy. That's a month. That's that's um, pretty well. I will say this though, and then we'll we'll be done with it. Um, when I went and saw the surgeon and he looked at my x-rays after two and a half weeks of healing, he said my x-rays looked like somebody who had been healing for four to five weeks. You're Aaron is, Rogers. Which essentially means I am superhuman. Yeah. I should be fighting crime. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's probably because I literally didn't get off the couch for two and a half weeks. I, I let my leg completely rest. So. Uh, it's either that or I'm superhuman. I would like to assume that I'm just better than everyone and I heal faster and that my bones are s- stronger, even but though I any- did f- I did fall down a m- very small hill and, and broke everything. You busted your leg on like an easy you're walking your dog. Yeah, I was walking my dog. It's we know, it's it's fine. Either, <laughs> either way. Did you not want it? I didn't know. <laughs> no, I don't know if I could no, say no, 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 it's yeah. fine. Uh, yes, the whole thing is is a mess. Total nightmare. I'll never walk up or down an incline ever again for the rest of my life. I've I've fully abandoned uh, any sort of incline um, for a very long time. Until... I've heard I've heard you say this on the podcast before. Be like new fear unlocked. Like that's this is one. it. Oh yeah, I'm officially <laughs> terrified of inclines <laughs> and anything that goes downhill. I will have no part of. I mean, if I get stuck on a mountain somewhere, I'm I just live there now because <laughs> you have to move to like North I'll, Dakota or something. I'm going to have to have find another grown adult to let me jump on their back and <laughs> they'll have to let me ride them down because I will no longer. And I mean, I used whatever. OK, so I'm slightly injured. I've been basically alone in my apartment for like four weeks. So if I seem chatty, that's why. But we're here now. Um, I promise all of the intros will not be this long. Uh, this this was just, you know, we're we're trying to get you uh, slowly integrated into this this new uh, podcast. But I've got some great stories I want to talk about. Uh, we're sort of we're sort of going to go all over the place, and I want to start off with something that I it, it got attention. I'm not going to say it didn't get you know, social media attention and national attention. It definitely did, but nowhere near where I, I would have expected it to. But apparently they're they're like about to. I, I thought they found Tupac's killer. They made it seem like they, they solved the case uh, 27 years ago. Somebody killed Tupac. And a few weeks ago, they went on the news and were like, we found Tupac's killer. But I don't think that's necessarily it. Are you are you aware of this? Have you have you read anything uh, Tupac related recently? Yeah, I mean, I found out that he he's he's written a book. Um, there's the some guy, great the the guy who they arrested wrote a book. Yeah, he has a book. Uh, is it called "I Didn't Do It, But If I Did"? This is this is this now? is how it have killed Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> did <laughs> OJ I... do the forward? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got a couple like endorsements on it. Um, but yeah, he he wrote a book. He wrote a book called Compton Street Legend, 
and it was about Tupac or the shooting, or was it just about him? Like a about biography? His, yeah, about his like life in the Compton street gangs. Gotcha. Um, and there's so much interesting shit that came from that. Yeah. That I, I'd be, I, I'm so psyched to talk about this. He was arrested. And from every headline was like, they found Tupac's killer. They found his murderer. Like, this is crazy. But they, what they, what they're saying is he's been arrested in connection to Tupac's murder. Nobody's saying he shot Tupac. They're just saying, He's got a lot to say about it. Apparently, he used to brag a ton uh, about being involved in some way or or whatever that is. But somebody has been arrested in the murder of Tupac. And first of all, where are all the people who were like, Tupac's alive, man? He's he's in Jamaica. And there's like all those, like so many people were like, oh, Tupac's alive. Yeah. I was one of them. (laughs) I remember sending out this thing like on shit that must have been aim or something it's so far it's it's wow like you're, like you're saying it's, it's so messenger. long ago it's probably instant messenger yeah i found something that was like a it was an april fool's joke where they were like somebody found tupac in cuba yeah and i remember sending that to all my friends like in earnest being like yeah. guys have you guys, seen they this found shit? tupac they found they fucking found tupac <laughs> Like that, that was my, that was maybe one of my first conspiracy theories that I ever bought into it, 9-11. For, and then- for sure. The, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it was Tupac and 9-11, the classics. That's the ones. That's so interesting. I was never, I was never the guy who thought Tupac was alive because I was the guy who like Googled Tupac autopsy photos and like. Those are available on the internet. I saw those. If you I want did. to see the inside yeah. of Tupac's stomach, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and give that a Google. If you want to see his chest cut open. Because <laughs> they did a full autopsy on Tupac, and those photos are on the internet, and he dead. He dead. He re- dead. He, he, he real dead. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, you know, this silences all of all of the people who are like, Tupac's alive, which, okay, fine. I, you don't expect those people to get on get on the internet and be like, well, I guess I was wrong. Clearly, I made a mistake. You know, people just move on with their lives. And unless you're Gary and you're on a podcast, you admit fully that, that you believed it. Which Super I, Tupac I, fan, man. I was like, waiting I mean, for the who, next album. I would have loved. Could you imagine if Tupac was alive? That would be incredible. Anybody who successfully fakes their death would be top five of all time for me. Yeah, I mean, they, I, it's just you can't do it. You, it's impossible. They said the same thing about Andy Kaufman. I see, dude. I want Andy Kaufman to be alive so bad. I want him to be like come back now. I, dude, I the whole yeah. I, I've I've done some pretty heavy research into the into the Kaufman life. A big fan. Yeah, there are people that genuinely believe like because it was it, he died of lung cancer, right? That was it was lung yeah, cancer, right? So and wasn't a smoker. Like the only time he ever smoked was when he was like in character or whatever. Right. So it's yeah. like, he wasn't an, act- an actual smoker. So the death seemed weird to be like, why, how's Andy Kaufman dying of lung cancer? That's crazy. So you assume, and of course, just the the way that guy carried himself and performed, it totally made sense to be like, oh yeah, this is, and it would make even more sense for him to like f- come back 50 years later. Or whatever, yes. You know? Like the ultimate fucking, like he's going to show up to the, the comedy store in LA, just fucking, <laughs> Kicking people in the balls and just slapping women. <laughs> right and before the aliens come down, it's Andy Kaufman. Yeah, the the Kaufman's an, a good one. We should we should save that though. I would love to do okay. 
Yeah. I would love to talk talk more about Andy Kaufman and, and the possibility of of his, him faking his death. I actually found like this really interesting audio, I believe, with Andy Kaufman talking about faking his death. Like there's there's audio evidence of it. We'll save that for another episode because it is really interesting. But yes, the idea of a celebrity actually faking their death seems almost impossible. But if pulled off, would be one of the greatest achievements in you know modern society. So Tupac's dead. They arrest this guy, uh, Dwayne Keith Davis. Is that right? 60 yeah. years old. Keith D. Keith D. Okay, that's right. He was arrested in connection with the rapper's death. So again, not the actual killer, but he's in connection. Uh, uh, from what I, I read and I've seen online, he seemed to be relatively uh, open and sort of almost bragging about being involved in some way which I guess led to the police making this arrest. And the other thing that, that, that sort of rubbed me the wrong way was he kept, he kept bragging. Apparently I, I, my, what I'm getting at is I don't think this guy had anything to do with Tupac's murder. It's a good point because I think like to interject yourself into something this crazy and to like, try to be a part of, history really yeah that's what he's doing uh because however you want to dice this up this guy is you know he's from the streets and it seems like he was putting so much of himself into this story yeah that it could all be false yeah apparently there's another quote in the story here uh that when he was booked he was somebody asked him what he was in for and his response was quote the I'm here because of the biggest case in Las Vegas history. I read that. I like, saw that. He's just the unless this guy just has nothing to live for anymore and figures but that could also be a part of it. Why not? Like if you got nothing else going on, why not try and get labeled as the guy who killed Tupac? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. You were, okay. you said he wrote a book? I mean, you're, yeah. you're getting a better book deal oh. if if you actually get convicted for killing Tupac. I saw that Amazon took the book away. <laughs> they oh, took did the they? book away from us. Yeah, they. It's you can't find it there anymore. <laughs> it's there, I, like the, like you, the search result is there, but you can't buy it. I know there's got there are like laws and stuff, right? Where you can't really make money off of, like if you kill somebody and then you like OJ doesn't make money off of off that book, his right. book. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with anything. Like the guy from Wolf of Wall Street, right? Like he he's an actual human who went to jail for pretty much everything that happened in that movie. Did you see right. Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, I, I'm, yeah. like, I don't I don't assume he, I, I assume he made no money off of that. Like, I don't think you're allowed to once you're convicted. To profit off of a conviction. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I know that OJ definitely wasn't allowed to make money off that because he was sued in civil court. Yeah. So anything that he made from that book. So it's probably the same. I bet it's the same situation. But also, yeah. this is the first time this, Actually, I would say that this guy probably did make money off the book if he sold any copies because this is the first time he's being prosecuted. That's true. So he's he's technically hasn't been convicted of anything. So right. And then also, what happens when he doesn't get convicted? And then he writes the book about how he tricked everyone into thinking he was Tupac's killer. I read that book. <laughs> the sequel's going to be wild. <laughs> and also, too, just to just to kind of piggyback on that real quick, like yeah. the Las Vegas Police Department was implicated in Tupac's murder for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember hearing stories about that as well. So I wonder if like you're saying this is like kind of a speedy recovery not speedy, it's 
been decades, but if, 27 if this years. Is, yeah. Okay. So it's not speedy at all. <laughs> They're a bit behind, but if this is like a way for them to kind of just pull themselves out of this mystery, you know what I mean? Sure. And this guy's like such an idiot, clearly an idiot. Yeah. That he's that he's willing to play ball and they're going to just string him up. I don't know. It's the whole story is is very strange from the level of confidence to constantly bragging. It, not to say, you know, uh, serial killers and convicted killers don't brag about stuff because that is how they catch people. Sometimes they do, mm-hmm. you know, maybe go to a bar, have a couple of drinks and start, you know, talking some shit that that definitely happens. Right. But at the level that this guy is doing it, it's pretty wild and makes me feel like. Uh, maybe he is somehow connected to it, but I have a feeling he's very much, uh, you know, further away from the killing than than he's kind of putting on. Yeah, um, and it it is a weird thing to do to implicate yeah. yourself in something this crazy. It, it's it the whole thing is very strange, which makes me it's extremely interested in it. But the the sort of the last thing I just wanted to bring up was. Once this this story started blowing up and, and really getting some traction, people started posting videos of people sort of insinuating that. And I believe he actually mentioned it in a police interview that P. Diddy possibly paid him to do this, which is also crazy. Diddy's lawyer's got to be like, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, you could what? So you you do like a cease and desist on this the six year old man who is just like bragging about possibly killing Tupac. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You what are they? What are they going to take from this guy? He's got nothing for them to take. It, it, what I will say is that I have seen a couple of videos on Twitter and Instagram of people talking about P Diddy and. How they're back in like the early 90s, there was like a group of people that were all sort of working together in the music industry uh, that were all sort of in this like circle with P. Diddy and like four of them died. What if this is all Diddy? <laughs> it, dude, it, it absolutely can be. <laughs> allegedly Diddy. Oh, uh, it could. It could 100 percent allegedly be P. Diddy. The Here's something that I thought was interesting about this is that yeah. this guy like i i think that he i don't know if he denied anyways this all went to vibe magazine they interviewed him at one point and he did an interview with them and then later denied it and i think that's how the cops the cops interviewed him like with they gave him like carte blanche they were like if you tell us what's up but you're not allowed to speak about it again you're allowed mm-hmm. to tell us what's going on and then we'll take that information that you give us and we'll kind of give you like almost like a protection. Yeah. And then he just kept fucking talking about it. Yeah. And, and that's what caught him up. I, I don't, obviously we, we only know sort of what's been in the news and the a little bit that we've seen on social media. But I get the appeal of wanting to be, you know, labeled in history as the guy who killed Tupac, especially if like your life is at the point where you got nothing else going on anyway. So yeah. you're 60 years old. Yeah, and still living in the same neighborhood. Yeah, you got nothing going on. Why not be like, yeah, I killed Tupac. And uh, if you got a little bit of evidence and, you know, there's somebody could maybe pinpoint a time where they saw you talking to P. Diddy and maybe he offered you some money to some money. Uh, kill yeah. Suge and Tupac. I think it was like I a mean, hundred grand. It was like a ton of money, too. He was yeah. like, I would have taken like 20 and he offered me like 200. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um. Someone has been arrested in connection with Tupac's killing. Uh, it really just 
adds to the I, I don't I don't know if allure is the right word, but it, it, look, I mean, it's we're we're coming up on thirty years since Tupac's been killed, which is crazy, and uh, for it to still be such a a popular topic and and for it to really get people's attention uh, like it has 30 years later only speaks to how um cool the 90s were and they're great the 90s were the best one sauce uh all kinds of cool hip-hop is unmatched that's what i'm trying to get at right (laughs) tupac was a legend i mean everybody loved him i mean yeah it 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 came it came at just the right time and it was like white people black everybody loved tupac We're taking way too long to talk about this. So uh, (laughs) let's move on to another one of my apps. This might be my favorite uh, of the bunch here. And uh, I'm I I just realized that I have not been keeping track of time. Where do you think we're at right now? I would say 30. Okay, let's go with that. So two men in Arkansas were arrested for shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. The headline is just that's it. It doesn't it it, you, it doesn't get better than that. But I want I really want to talk about it. First of all, I find nothing wrong with this. The fact that they were arrested is absolutely insane. This is goddamn America. You're telling me two grown men on their own property yeah. with guns they purchased, whether right. illegal or not, is beside the point. They're their guns. They're on yeah. their property. Yeah. They're not allowed to try and shoot each other while wearing bulletproof vests. Yeah. Where's the crime? There's no crime. It's like paintballing. What's the difference? It's high stakes paintballing. Yeah, it's a duel. It's a fucking duel. It's an old school duel. Now, granted, yes, they had a couple of cocktails. And what? And uh, the only thing I could find that maybe makes this a little dangerous is if they I want to know how close their neighbor is. I was thinking the exact same thing. How I, far where, away that is bullet the neighbor? Going? Yeah. Yes. If they miss, which they probably don't because they're two grown men from Arkansas, so they've probably been using guns their entire lives. They know how. They know what they're doing. A couple of cocktails is not going to just erase, you know, years of history. Makes you It's in their blood. Yeah. This is in their blood. So they were both drinking on one of their buddies' decks um, when one of them decided to put on a bulletproof vest and let the other one shoot him. Uh, they they don't know exactly. I like how they included. We don't know how far apart they stood, which is a, <laughs> which is a great question. There's probably a law in Arkansas about how many paces you need to take <laughs> or some shit. That's the rule, right? They're like, look, if you're on, you need to build a deck to the appropriate size to where if you want to shoot each other with bulletproof vests on, you need to be at least 50 feet now, from each n- other. Now, boys, you did this on a 13-foot deck, and that's the problem here. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be here, okay? I'd be gone. Oh, you know the sheriff that showed up, too, thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you I know, got a dip he, in. He lo- yeah. <laughs> Whoever got that call oh, immediately chuckled. There's just <laughs> no way you don't. Um, knew their names. He knew their names. We don't. Of course, he he's like, knew their names. He's like, he got on the radio and was like, "Honey, I got it. <laughs> it's Bill again. Bill, I got it." Uh, but yeah, so I, I feel like there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. I understand it's a little crazy, but I just the only thing is how far away is the, the, their neighbor? I'm assuming they're probably on a pretty big piece of land. I'm. I bet their neighbors aren't that close. Stray bullets are dangerous. I understand that, but. Again, you're in Arkansas. It's I feel like that's just part of living out there, right? Is you gotta Yeah. And they hit each other, right? So it's yeah. Like, that was the other bullets, thing. Yeah. Bullets yeah. hit their target. 
I want to know who called the cops. Like, (laughs) how did they even get, how did the police even get involved? Which makes me think that there probably were close other people around that were close to witness it. So maybe I I, I don't want to say, I'm not going to take back my original thoughts here, which is I don't think they did anything wrong because I really don't think they did. I agree. But you just got to make sure nobody, you know, nobody's in, you know, the vicinity to maybe possibly get hit by a, a stray. Otherwise, I love the idea of, of two rednecks shooting each other in, in, the, in the chest while drinking. Yeah. I think it's, it's amazing. They're not bothering anybody. They, they could they could have put on the vests and, and went and shot strangers. But instead, they're, they shot each other. This is 100% a Jim Beam story. And it should be it should be a Jim Beam like commercial. Yes. These guys should be sponsored by whiskey immediately. This is a whiskey incident. Yeah. And all you got to do, I think, in the future, because I imagine these guys will be back in their homes in no time. Next time, phone the neighbors. Yeah. Let them know. Do- it's like it's like when you're a kid and, and you throw a house party. Right. And you just you try and let everybody around, you know, like, yeah. hey, it's going to be a little loud. Yeah. Call me before you call the cops. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Zach Efron is going to star in whatever movie comes out of this. Yes, this is this is I agree with you. This is I don't I don't think there was anything wrong with it. This no. is an old fashioned duel. And there has to be you've ever seen those like laws on the books that you're like, you can't believe that are real still. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, uh, you know, women can't vote or you <laughs> yeah, know. that's one. Yeah. No abortion. <laughs> or you, could, you, could, you could sell your daughter for like 13 chickens or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. has got to be one of those old Arkansas laws about like, yeah. like you said, it's got to be like you, your deck has to at least be 25 feet. Like we're not fucking yeah. around, guys. They're okay? like, look, uh semi-automatic is where we draw the line, fellas. All right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to need, you know, uh, I, I, I believe. um yeah, it was <laughs> Hicks shot Ferris in the chest one time with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle. Was that now, both of their last names or just one guy? <laughs> I think it's both. His last name is Hicks, which is mm-hmm. very appropriate. Apropos. 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle sounds dangerous. I just love the idea that these guys have bulletproof vests. That's I mean, they, they, they they've been preparing for this. They were I I, I want to know who thought of it first. I want to know how if there was any convincing involved where he's like, come on, Ferris. Come on. C- come on. Come on. It's about on. time. <laughs> about time. One more time. I wonder if maybe that's why the cops got called, because this wasn't the first time. And the neighbors were just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, again? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, OK, here's a fun game for us. How much? Right now, yeah. let's say me and you, we finish the podcast. Let's say you live next door to me. We we both uh, own property in, in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And I say, put on this vest I bought on the mm-hmm. internet. Mm-hmm. How much for me to let me shoot you in the chest? Pop one? Just one shot, and All I'm right. going to hit you. Okay, let, listen. Let's just say I know what I'm doing. Like, I, okay. I'm, 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 I'm not. First of much? all. Two weeks at the range. I got to make sure your aim is decent. Two okay. weeks. I, two t- weeks I, I take a, I take a class. Yeah. I get certified. Yes. I get I get the twenty two caliber semi automatic rifle. Uh huh. You, you could you could watch a YouTube video of somebody else being shot wearing the same vest. That would make it worse for me. But okay. <laughs> but who who's paying? So you're not having to pay me. Like somebody. No no no. I'm, let, no no no. I'm gonna let's giving just, me money. I'm giving you money. Or okay, let's say this. 
Um, NBC's got a new reality show. Yes, now, where, now we're talking. Where you get you have to get shot in the chest while wearing a bulletproof vest. But that's a great reality show because I have to trust the person shooting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I could die. And you could pick the person that shoots you. All right. I want twenty I want twenty five thousand cleared. That's because it? I'm not trying yeah, I'm I'm I, I if twenty five grand to 25 get twenty five grand is Rob, I got like I got like eight I got like eighty bucks in my checking account. <laughs> I need twenty five okay. clear, but I I want to clear twenty five. I don't no want taxes. It, I, all no taxes. Taking, yeah, 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 I want yeah, yeah. twenty five grand. I want twenty five grand, and then I move to Hawaii. I think that's all it costs. I love that it, it would. I could probably get twenty five grand. All I could right, probably let's get do it. it. You want to? You want to let me? Yeah. Shoot you let's. This is the first bid on this podcast right here. I could probably scrounge that up. Yeah, give me, give me a couple of couple of years. We'll take donations. I'm going to well, start what? a GoFundMe right now yeah. to, let, to let me shoot Gary in the chest. Yeah, this is my genius. I bet 25 we can scrounge 25. Dude, but let, I'm uh, saying, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, I'm saying this real quick. Yeah. The guy that got shot was only minorly injured. He had like a, they said yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a red spot. Yep. Yeah, red mark like on a, the chest. He That's had a it. red mark on his chest. So, yeah, I'll do that for 25. Also, years. great advertisement for this Bulletproof Vest company. I, I, mean, feel, I, I feel like yeah. they, they sh- if anyone's going to sponsor them, it should either be jameson or whoever owns this this uh yeah this bulletproof vest but dude i'm saying i'm the the least amount is a quarter mil quarter mil for someone to shoot for somebody to shoot me in the chest quarter you come mil. out you come out with a bruise or it, 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 they hit the spot where the vest don't work and you die <laughs> the vest should work everywhere that's but that's the point bud is the vest of course is supposed to work. What if he? What if he, the guy slips? What if? What if somebody throws a banana peel down? Also, this is this is already. This was a. This was like a, a jackass bit before like jackass was a real thing. Oh what yeah, when the, they got. There, what was the? It was a magazine that that Knoxville used to write for. I forget what it was called. There's oh, a whole documentary uh, about it. I don't remember. Uh, he tells the story where essentially, it, it was like a. It was like jackass, but like in magazine form. Where and he was like so broke he had to buy the cheapest bulletproof vest and he shot himself in the chest i mean just just an absolute beast um but he i i i big brother was the magazine there you go there you go uh yeah i I would do i mean i'm just saying like if i really had to think about it you know what i'm saying yeah you know like if i had to think about it like if we could really make this happen yeah all right uh, well how much would somebody pay we're eventually going to get a Patreon and we're going to set Patreon goals. And the first one is going to be 25, get 25 grand to, to let me shoot Gary shot to the chest. <laughs> also, I saw it was 22 caliber. Yeah. So you know. is that weak? I don't know what that, I don't, I don't I know. My, my, yeah. my, so I used to shoot a gun with my dad. He's still alive, but may he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And he told me that 22 bullets will like jump through your body. Like if they get into your skeleton, they'll just, they're actually bounce dangerous. around like yeah, a pinball machine. Around. Yeah, dude, they'll fuck you up. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but I, I, I for twenty five, I think I would stand fifty paces from you. Yeah. And I would, I would pray that you, there's no lingering fifteen year animosity, and that you're <laughs> actually gonna try to hit the vest. <laughs> That's what I would hope. Fair enough. All right, you're you're a better man than me. I'm doing quarter mil, no, no less. <laughs> if you right. want to, if you want to even come near me. With a gun and a bulletproof vest. It is a weird thing to think about. Like, what is your life worth? And I'm like, 20k. <laughs> and you're like, I need, I need to at well, least. Have my... you ever, you ever, you ever heard the uh, 
the whole thing. It's like uh, somebody offers you 50 mil, but Mm -hmm. you only have one day and then you die the next day. Do you take the 50 mil? No. No. Because your life is worth more than 50 mil. Or yeah, it was more th- more than a day. You give me ten years, I I might think about but it. Th- that's that's sort of, that's sort of the point of the whole thing, though. Is like your life is worth more than that. But for you, all I gotta 20, do is all 25. I gotta do is go to a a check loan spot. Yeah, and, dude. Yeah. You, you call with with it? some high interest, and I could <laughs> kill you. You call JG Wentworth, and I'm fucking taking a bullet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind for when we uh, really, you know, have the opportunity to do some stuff here. Okay. Uh, um, all right. Uh, my my next one here, which is legitimately more terrifying than just two hillbillies shooting each other uh, in the chest. And I've done I've done maybe two episodes now at this point, maybe one where we discuss you know, outer space and asteroids and how terrifying all of that is. But this happened, uh, the story is about a year old, but it's it's worth discussing because of, uh, you know, the situation of the whole thing, which is basically there was a 20-story size asteroid that just whizzed by Earth, basically the in, in a closer distance than the moon is to the Earth. The moon isn't super close to the Earth, but in space, that's a very, very small, uh, you know, window. Scientists didn't even know this asteroid shot past Earth until two days later. What's terrifying to me is you just assume NASA's on top of this stuff. You assume I I watched the did you see the video of of them literally shooting an asteroid? Yeah. So their whole thing was like, we're going to kind of like they're just doing an experiment. Yeah, yeah, they were they were going to change the trajectory of right. an asteroid by basically just shooting a giant satellite at it. Which seems like last ditch effort. Like they, that seems like they, you're scared. It seemed like they were flexing a little bit, where they're like, "Look, guys, we're, we're I'm going to literally shoot an asteroid out of the middle of space," and they hit it perfectly. It was like it, everything went exactly how they wanted it to. So when you see stuff like that, you go, all right, cool. An asteroid probably isn't going to hit the Earth. Um, and Or if it is, NASA's on top of it. They, they know where, where, they're, where they're coming from, where they're at, um, you know, based, uh, you know, off of gravitational pull. Uh, you know, Earth is relatively safe from stuff like this. I think it's like every, like, I don't know, 100,000 years or something, we get rocked pretty good or something like that. But yeah. the fact that an, a, an asteroid that's the size of a 20-story building can fly past Earth uh, closer than the moon is to the Earth, and yes. it took scientists two days to figure it out, is absolutely terrifying. And yeah. the reason they couldn't, or the, the reason they weren't able to uh, find out uh, how close this asteroid was to Earth was because there's there's patches in the the view of space through satellites that we use that are blocked by the glare of the sun so it's like it, it, unless you, you get i think it they used a, a, a they used a telescope in australia which was We're relying to... on those motherfuckers <laughs> oh look at that that's fucking close holy shit and the, that the... one's that one came right this i do i do love the idea of like a 
a nervous or like surprised Australian, like a thick <laughs> Australian accent. Do they that even is, get surprised? Fun. They're just like, wow, holy shit. It, it flew towards Earth from the direction of the sun. So that's the issue, right? So any yeah. asteroid that's coming towards Earth from the direction of the sun, we 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 necessarily can't really see um, unless we, you know, based on, and this is all just what I'm assuming based off mm-hmm. of what I, I read in one story, mm-hmm. but it seems like based off of, you know, the rotation of the Earth, that's why Australia was able to catch it and okay. we weren't. So it's like, shouldn't we have somebody w- with their face stuck to a, to these uh telescopes 24 7 so we're just like on top of this stuff like yeah does this not not, does this not terrify you at all yeah i mean this is like akin to driving and you like you can't see the road in front of you until you flip down that visor (laughs) and then now now you're like okay now i'm not gonna crash and kill anyone yeah, they're but like, look, you... for two days, everyone's going to drive covering their eyes. Let's see how that yeah. goes. What? You talked to somebody on your podcast, on this podcast, about that exact same thing, about how that glare affects yeah. the ability to see this. So I was just looking this up. A 20-story building is pretty much, that's an apartment building. Yeah. So it, it says a skyscraper is in between 10 and 20 stories. So this is a skyscraper hurtling through our atmosphere. Well, maybe outside of our atmosphere, but in between us and, like you said, the moon. Yeah, that's it was, relatively it was closer close. than the moon is closer to Earth. It got closer think, to us than that. Do you think that they could have in two days come up with a solution that took no. them? I don't even know how long it took them to figure out how to shoot that asteroid out of the sky, but they must have worked on that forever. <laughs> yeah. This one is coming closer and they're like, yeah. oof, thank God. Yeah. So I think that's sort of what uh, uh, the my where my fear comes from is like there are these asteroids that are coming from the direction of the sun that we just don't we, we've got no control over. For the most part, NASA is very much in, uh, you know, or, or, or is aware of mostly everything that's flying near Earth, around Earth. Yeah. They could they could tell us when, when an asteroid is going to come near us 100 years from now. Right. You know, they they really do have it figured out. But what's terrifying is that all it takes is just a glare from the sun to be like no warning, because I I would want a warning. That's I think that's really what it comes down to. I want to know. I want to if they could. Wouldn't you rather get two days instead of just me and you are sitting here doing Mm -hmm. a podcast? I'm asking you, you know, how much to blow a guy and then Mm -hmm. an asteroid hits and it's just it's just darkness forever. We're done. It's yeah, helped. like, yeah, at least it, even if even if I got two days just to like, I don't know if pizza places would be open or anything like that, but <laughs> I'm I'm loading up on food. Is that what I'm you're doing? Is bath. You're yeah, ordering dude, I'm going pizza? Out. Oh, my God. I'm going out <laughs> fat, dude. I'm going out so fat. I, and I love that. That's exactly what I would do. If you have two days to live, like, yeah, there's there's no I'm not I'm not because. I'm so far away from my family. All of my family lives in Arizona. Yeah, you got to face. Like, you got to do like a quick FaceTime. Quick FaceTime, yell. You know, get all my shit out at my dad <laughs> real quick. Tell my mom I love her. Tell my sister that she owes me still like thirty five bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You got to bring up. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, I'm just I'm. And then eating. you're you're ordering a pizza and taking a bath. Yeah, dude, I'm eating and just yeah. Is that absolutely. where you think you'll end up when the asteroid hits? You'll be like in a bubble bath. Probably. I mean, I might try to do like acid or something that I've never done. Yeah. I don't know, though. But like, yeah, two days. 
it, but you're right. At least I get two days. But that immediate <laughs> crash where I'm like, fuck, that yeah, it's, sucks. It's, yeah, I, I, I think that's really what it comes down to for me is I, I, I'm living in a world where I assume it's going to be like the movies where NASA gets on, you know, they, they pick a guy who's got like a weird goatee <laughs> and uh, he, he gets on he gets on the, the news and he goes, look, guys, uh, we got 48 hours. Now, granted, I would want more than 48 hours. Yeah. But but would you want a week? I would want to I would want a week. I think a week really? would be the perfect amount of time okay. because you could you could because look, 48 hours you're going to get guilted by your parents to be like, we should spend the 48 hours together. And like, I'm like texting every girl like I, that I've ever met. So yeah. it's like, I can't do both. You got to wake so up early. If I have a week, I could be like, all right, mom, look, you get Monday, dad gets Tuesday. Okay. And then I'm never speaking to you again okay. because I've got other shit to do. Okay. So, and, and I'm with you, the drugs, I want, I would want to do some drugs, some drugs. probably. I yeah. would want to do, I, I would do ayahuasca. I think oh, I'd go. I'd God. skip way past acid. You'd go all the way I'd, to the top. I'd go. I'd go straight to the top, my man. Uh, I've done mushrooms more than enough. I, I feel yeah. confident that I don't need to do mushrooms ever again. Wouldn't even do um, shit to me at this point. Like in that sort of mind. Look, if you want to sprinkle some mushrooms in the ayahuasca, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. But I'm doing. I'm doing ayahuasca. I'm seeing. You know, Jesus in the sky. Yeah. And gonna find out where you're going. And then I think once that's over with i'll probably i'll hopefully have this like overwhelming feeling of calmness and peace that i'll just be able to enjoy the rest of the time you know maybe take a bubble bath okay. but i i need a i need a week i just i i hate the idea of just a giant rock ruining everything and not giving me some sort of nasa not being able to give me some sort of heads up really rubs me the wrong way it's true and what the fuck are these dorks doing I All mean, you have figure to figure it out, guys. You can't put a fucking pair of sunglasses on this on this uh, this telescope so that we... the goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a guy in Australia staring at the sun all the time. That's all he does. Yeah, I, I, there, I, I saw everybody on Instagram with with cardboard cutouts looking at the eclipse the other day. We can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I've looked at the sun, everyone. We, we can't figure it out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a video of the president staring right at the sun yeah yeah he was like taking his glasses off and on and he's gonna he's running for president of the united states again so figure it out nasa i love you uh i'm sure you're listening um (laughs) i actually came there i i came very close to having somebody from planetary defense on the podcast and i forgot to respond to their email and Mm. uh so you're you're at fault dude (laughs) this is your fucking fault i tried to respond later they said no thank you (laughs) <laughs> uh, so really really screwed that one up yeah i i realized i i basically took a story about um a, a terrifying asteroid disaster and made it completely about myself but that's really <laughs> that's really what this podcast that's what this podcast to. is yeah. it really is um all right and then uh, the last one and uh we'll try and wrap this up this has been a ton of fun i can't wait to do more of these hopefully um you know more than nine people listen to this <laughs> There was a woman in Utah who killed her husband and then wrote a children's book about grief afterwards. I don't know the exact timeline of when the husband was killed and when she got the book deal, or if this is like another one of these self-publishing things, 
you know, I don't know, maybe if her and the Tupac guy have the same publisher, I don't know how all of that works, but she used the attention of her husband dying to get this book deal because I believe they had a, a, a child together. So the, the headline here is Utah woman accused of killing her husband by poisoning him with a spiked drink, then writes a children's book about grief. Some, there's some Google searches I want to get into, but uh, what's your what's your initial reaction here? Um, the power move of yeah. writing a book after on grief after murdering your husband is pretty, pretty profound. She also collected uh, insurance money. Oh, I'm sh- oh, I'm sure you would have right? to assume that they probably had life insurance. Yeah. So she collects that money and she's like, I'm going to pour that money into my true endeavor of writing a fucking children's book. Watch and then she it, yeah, writes yeah, yeah. it. It's called the, the book was called. Are you with me? Okay. You can find it on YouTube. It's read aloud. It's five minutes long. Wait, it's still on YouTube. Well, I mean, that's what I see on here. Um, okay. I, okay. I, I, but, but I know it's called. Are you with me? Yeah. Again, I, I'm sure Amazon has probably pulled it. Her Did name you is think Corey. Was, was that the last thing you think she said to her husband while he was like dying on the floor? <laughs> Are you with me still? Are you with me? Are you still here? No, he's good. She's All like right. just like looking at her nails. She's like, are you are you there? Are you there? Are you good? And you then okay? he's just like foaming at the mouth. And then she she poured fentanyl. So she made him yeah. a drink. This guy yeah. comes home probably from a day's work. You know, I don't know what he did. Yeah. I just want to imagine he's a mechanic, but he was cut. Co- yeah. He's covered in, in grease and oil. He's he's, all he's looking for is a hot meal. Yeah. You know, just he's, want, he's parched, thirsty. Wants- it's hot outside. Dinner and a cocktail. And she's like, I got you. And he's like, this one tastes funny. Five fucking grams of fentanyl or something like that. The amount that she put in was insane. And by the way, she's from Utah. Yeah. Um, So I imagine maybe he beat the shit. I don't know. I don't know people (laughs) in Utah. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But we could get into that because I'm not fully against women killing their husbands if their husbands suck. I kind of want to know. I'm yeah. There I give I I give women because. I think the percentage is like, I think like three women a day in the United States are murdered by their husbands. Yeah. It's something crazy like that. So yeah. look, ladies, there's a good chance I'm okay with you fentanyling your husband to death. Yes. I probably believe in Corey Richens. I probably, I'm on her side, could be, but she drugged him. Yeah. Killed him. So, I mean, you got to think too, with a fentanyl death, he's foaming at the mouth. That's not like an easy death. It, you got to watch yeah. him die. It's either that or I, you, you just like you just fall asleep and you just don't wake up. Could be. That could be. It, I you do you you picture somebody drinking something and then you just assume that there's like they start choking or or yeah something like that. Do you think she read the book to her kids? Yeah, for sure. The rough drafts. Rough draft had to have been. <laughs> yeah. She she probably like went to her children's school. I was like, hey, can I like oh. maybe can I maybe like do like a reading for my daughter's class and you know I'm an get, author. Some, get some get some get some get some feedback from the kids? I'm an author murderer and I would like to read this to the class. Also, where do and I'm assuming this is a white woman. I don't know, but I'm we're gonna it's Utah. 100%. She killed her husband. I'm pretty sure it's a white woman. Uh where does she get all of that fentanyl from? That's a great question. I thought the same thing. Like where so do you th- this get is that? like a street deal? I guess so. She's just like what she knows, like the one street corner in Utah that where they're just selling fentanyl. Now I'm starting to think maybe she's a trifling bitch. 
Because how mean, she know I don't, that? I don't, where do you? Uh, yeah. By I'm the not, way, my, she's white. That? She's white as hell. Gotta be. Of course. I mean, yeah. I would have put the twenty five grand that I'd used to, to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> she was a white woman. Bet that. Yeah. Yeah. So she spikes her husband's drink with fentanyl, kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately is inspired to become a children's author and write a book about grief, which is hilarious and terrifying. It makes her absolutely insane. Uh, I would assume she's probably getting multiple letters um, written to her in prison by so many men that just w- want to marry her immediately. I loved so your book. I, I read book. it to my kids. Yeah, I put it under my pillow. It's hot. Um, the Google searches is, is always funny to me. Uh, I feel like this obviously comes up more and more nowadays just because uh, this is the world that we live in with with the technology and people are just so dumb. How do you, first of all, acquire a large amount of fentanyl? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's kill, one. Kill your husband. Two. Somewhat get away with it for an, enough time to be able to write a, a children's book and get it published. Two and a half. But you still use your phone. And so these are some of her Google searches. What is a lethal dose of fentanyl? Jesus. Like, are, you're, how are you're you cooked. that dumb? You're cooked. But how, let me ask you this, because this, I mean, this is so old, but the Casey Anthony thing was the same thing where they like busted her on searches. They found, yeah, they found stuff on her computer. Where do you search for this shit? Do you have to go to a library? Like, Dude, where you gotta, can you? You got to get, you got to go to Cricket Wireless. You got to get a burner phone and okay. you got to like connect to like your local library's Wi-Fi. You just got to hit a random Wi-Fi on a burner. Yeah. Do your Googling, get your info, and then crack that phone in half and throw it in a a body of water. What else? And then, of course, whatever. They're going to be like, okay, well, now we traced uh, your name to a Cricket Wireless and you bought a burner phone and now we don't know where that is. I don't think there's any escaping this. If you have to research shit. You can't. First rule of murdering your husband, don't Google anything. Sorry, if I'm if I'm just killing somebody with fentanyl, I don't need to know a lethal, lethal dose. Like, no, just put a bunch of it in there. D- just what whatever amount you get it will probably kill him. It'll kill him. Her next Google search: Can cops force you to do a lie detector test? Stupid ass, <laughs> stupid ass, Whitey. Um, she then Googles luxury prison prisons for the rich in America. Wow, so she was Hilarious. like, I'm gonna use that money. I'm going to use all that money to see if I can end up in Boulder, get good, Colorado. Get a good lawyer and be able to play some tennis while I'm in prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, and then she Googles. I love how this is the second to last. This is the sixth thing she Googles. How to permanently delete information from an iPhone remotely. case <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's incarcerated. <laughs> oh, my God. And then uh, the last one is. Uh, FBI analysis of electronics in an investigation. So uh, it, it's like she's slowly realizing she shouldn't have Googled the last the last six things. She knows she's going to get caught. Oh, my God. I, I genuinely do feel like the only way to get away with with anything nowadays is, yeah, you got to comp- there can't be any uh, Internet evidence. You can't Google shit. And so many people do it. So many people. So many stories I see in the news where all they do is they just go, all right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, check your history. And they're fucked. It's over. Clearly, this woman deserves to go to jail forever. Uh, in my eyes, not because she killed her husband, but because she's dumb. She's stupid. And uh, we need to lock those people up. You should be able to prosecute. Idiot. 
yeah, it's crazy. But but I, I, again, I don't know. I've never been in the mindset of trying to murder somebody. So I guess logic just goes out the window. You just assume you're going to get away with it. I just I don't get it. Uh, I did I read feel- this just now. So they were near financial ruin since buying from their remodeled home, and they say they had to evacuate because of hazardous levels of mold. All she had to do was tell her husband that she took care of the mold and then just wear a, a mask during the day. <laughs> he breathes in enough mold that he dies on his own. <laughs> She's just masking at night, and he's like... <laughs> yeah, he sprinkle, like, sprinkle some mold in his drink. Find that mold, bitch. I mean, I'm giving people ideas on how to murder their their significant. You others, are. <laughs> you're. This has become a thing where you're actually we're trying to figure out how to get away with murder. Yeah, but uh, look, please don't sprinkle mold in your husband's beverage. Uh, right. Yes, you do have twenty thousand followers. We shouldn't. Don't do that. And if you do do that, uh, don't uh, reference this podcast. <laughs> uh, everything I'm saying right now. Um, uh, can't be used in a court of law. I believe that's that that that's that saves me right there. So really, uh, nice. no, of course not. <laughs> I <Okay>. no <laughs> What's the? I don't know. It's look, guys. I'm gonna we're gonna edit all of this out. Um, shout out to the women of Utah. Um, please be better when trying to murder your husband. Uh, that's all I got. I I absolutely um can't wait to do another one of these. I had fun. Thank you. Yeah, this is a good time, buddy. Thank you to everybody uh, for listening. Like, like I mentioned, um, we're going to start doing these once a month. Uh, if you guys are into it and people are listening, we'll definitely uh, continue to do it. And even if you, no one listens, maybe we'll just keep doing them anyway. I'll, I'll just tell Gary people are listening and we'll just keep doing them. Uh, I like that. Please, uh, there will be a link going up shortly for a GoFundMe so that I can shoot Gary uh, at some point. Uh, I'll live stream it. I'll, I'll live stream it on TikTok. And uh, everybody could watch it. Uh, maybe we'll 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 do a live event. <laughs> There'll be tickets involved. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, buddy. Thanks for doing this with me, and uh, I'm excited to do another one. Yeah.